Are you ready to open your private practice this summer and make the leap into entrepreneurship? Introducing Make the Leap, our new offering by the Successful Nurse Coaches. Make the Leap is a four-month group coaching program that is designed to help you create your first paid client. Join our experienced lead coaches, Sean and Amy, as they guide you through the Successful Nurse Coach Method, helping you create your first paid client in 30 days or less. Not only will you get access to our course that teaches you all the things on how to create clients in a non-icky way, will also be personalized mentorship, weekly group calls, and actionable steps to launch your business from just beginning into the Paid Coach Club. Since we are not running new mentorship groups this summer, we didn't want to leave those of you who are ready to begin hanging out in space waiting for the next group to start. This group is a great way for new coaches who have yet to begin their coaching practice or for coaches who have five paid clients or less. This is the most affordable way to work with our team. So be sure to check out the link in the bio. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook. Welcome to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. On this podcast, Laura and Shelby, both board-certified nurse coaches, show you how to make as much money as you want in private practice as a nurse coach. Welcome to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. Today it is Laura, and I am here all alone without Shelby, but it's okay. We're giving her a a day off to record and I get to play and talk about visibility as a virtue. Visibility is not something that we're necessarily ever planning on doing, I don't think. I don't know about you guys, but as a child, I certainly didn't want to be visible. And, and that's not true for all of us. Some of us liked being the center of attention. Some of us liked eyes on us. But I was pretty much content observing and being in the background as an introvert and being really shy. And as an entrepreneur, we talk about visibility as a, a virtue. Because if you are not visible, if people cannot see you or find you, then how can we serve? I also want to touch on visibility as a a floor nurse because it you are visible in your role by some people, but we hide behind our degree, our professionalism, our scrubs, our status, our job description, our organization. That's part of it. And, And that seems to be okay for a lot of us. But when we become a solopreneur, when we become a professional nurse coach, when we are the only person representing our company, our services, our brand, it feels different. Still humans observing us, but in a lot of ways, it feels like we're naked on a stage. And I hear over and over again, you know, I just don't want to be dancing on TikTok videos or dancing on, on Instagram reels. You know, I just want to have a a regular nurse coaching practice. I want people to find me. I want to be professional and I want to coach. Awesome. Get it. But the greats in our industry can't do it that way. We have to find how visibility is a virtue for us. 
and how it can be in service to our community. Our world is increasingly more interconnected and reliant on digital platforms. It's just different than it used to be. If we were opening up a coaching practice 20 years ago, we'd be going to in-person events. We would be possibly paying for ads on television or paying for ads on radio. That's about it. We still had to become visible. People had to know who we are. We would even be in the yellow pages. Right? We would have ads written up, placed in places. But it's different now. So the virtue of visibility has gained significant importance in today's world. But, you know, I think we're ready for it. I think even if it's uncomfortable, I think there's always a way to make this work for you. I really, really, really do. Visibility refers to the state of being seen, heard, and recognized for who we are and what we contribute. It's about actively engaging with the world, sharing our ideas, sharing our talents, sharing our perspectives, and embracing the power of our authentic presence. Uh, We're just about to go to retreat next week for our mentees, and I'm going to spill the beans here. We're going to talk about authenticity at one point in our retreat because it's such a big deal. Um, But a lot of us, we don't even really know who we are without the titles. You know, who is Laura Menard if she's not Evan's wife, if she's not EJ and Addie's mom, if she's not an employee of X organization, if she's not a daughter of Jim and Gail, we have all these these things. But outside of all that, who's Laura Menard? How do I be authentically her? Um, For some of us, starting our business is our first exploration of what that the answer is to that question. There's like deep inner work associated with visibility. It's not the surface level prescribed thing. People always want to, uh, the fast way. They want a checklist, especially nurses, nurse coaches. You graduate, you join our program, you want a checklist. Tell me how to find clients, Laura. Okay. You have to be visible. And it's only when you start to try to become visible that the feelings and thoughts arise so that we can recognize them and coach you around them. Okay, I'm going to just talk a little bit about the key aspects of visibility as a virtue. Visibility starts with embracing and expressing our authentic selves. Now, my awesome coach and I had a conversation around this, and I got very teary-eyed because Hmm, because it wasn't always that easy for me to be authentically me. In fact, it was incredibly painful. It was uh, alcohol helped, right? You think about liquid courage. Think about your teen years. Where if you had a couple drinks, there was an aspect of you, like a, a, a part of you that was able to be released. It felt good. You felt good because you could talk and be visible. Um. And it wasn't so scary. It it pushed down some of the fears that you had about being rejected, about being misunderstood. And as an adult and as a coach and as a person in the transformation industry, we come face to face with that. All the things in the first place that we're afraid of. I think making authenticity 
as a primary focus in our life, making a decision with ourselves that from this point forward, I am going to try to tell the truth, to be who I am everywhere. So that, this is what I did for a bit, I imagined a a film crew would be following me around my house, my work, everywhere I went, the gym, my kids' school events. If I had a film crew watching me all the time and they put together a documentary about who I was, would it be the same character? Would the Laura Menard in one place be the same Laura Menard in another place? You can really start to see all the different masks and ways that we acclimate to our environment and who we show up as. Now, that doesn't mean we don't have different parts. I have different parts of me. There's a quiet part of me. Uh, at my entrepreneur retreat I just went to, it was a more quiet version of me. I was just observing. Nothing wrong with it. If I go back, I probably won't be that her again, but in new places, the first time, I can be a quieter version that observes. Nothing wrong with that. It's just one part of me. And there's different parts of us. Um, But we authentically share all of them. They're They're all okay. When we allow ourselves to be seen for who we truly are, there's a foundation of trust and connection that we build with everyone around us, even if they disagree with us. How can we create resonance if we aren't expressing our authenticity? What would people even resonate with? We, <laughs> I remember we do all these things when we start our business. We, we kind of post the way we think we should. We like have a, a oh, I'll never forget this. He's going to kill me if I, if I tell this story. Uh, yeah, I'll tell it. Yeah, I'll tell it about myself. When you have an event, and, and it's an event that's going to make you uncomfortable and you have to pick out what you're going to wear. And when it's something, when you, when you find yourself looking at clothes that you normally don't wear, you're either in the process of creating a new version of yourself or you're trying to fit in, to respond to your environment. As opposed, true authenticity would be picking exactly what you like for whatever reasons, comfort, color, whatever. You just pick what you like for everything. That's just one small example, choosing what to wear. But you'll see that we, we overthink all these things about us, like our signature, our colors, our business, our, our business name, all these things. And it's not usually an authentic expression of who we are because we don't know who we are yet as an entrepreneur and nurse coach. And we're trying to find um, ways to figure out how to be. But even if you're authentically trying to find a way to be, it's still authentic. Authentic visibility enables us to attract opportunities and relationships that align with our true selves. And this is what a personal brand is all about. If we're just ourselves everywhere all the time without fear, something happens called animal magnetism. People are drawn to us and they don't know why. Because Being able to authentically express yourself is a highly sought after attribute of every human being on earth. It's our true nature. It's living life fully expressed, not partially. 
By sharing our ideas and experiences, we inspire and motivate others. So if we keep all of our experiences and ideas to ourselves, how is that in service to humanity? One cool thing about authenticity and visibility is that it enables connection and collaboration. You're going to draw people in that could create a key relationship that changes the rest of your life. It's, it's, you create opportunities for fate. There's a quote, I think it's by Oprah Winfrey. I don't know. Um, so don't, don't hold me to it. But it's about luck. And luck is opportunity meeting preparation. And part of the preparation to have an outstanding, significant, amazing business and coaching practice is preparing yourself to be highly visible and highly authentic. Visibility as a virtue requires us to confront our fears, our doubts, and all the insecurities that we have. The fear of judgment, rejection, failure, being misunderstood. You have to face it all. It's heroic. Being visible is being heroic. And it doesn't matter if you're shy or not. I hear this all the time. I'm just a really private person. Okay. What does that mean? You're a very private person. You can keep some some parts of you private if you choose to. I choose not to. There's very little I keep private in my personal brand, in my business, and in my visibility. But I know other entrepreneurs, successful entrepreneurs that keep lots of little parts of their life private. We see celebrities do this. Celebrities are highly visible. And maybe they choose to not uh, show their kids or, or include their partners in interviews or on the red carpet. So you can be a private person. You just can't keep your entire self private. So defining if you're a private person, what's really important for you to keep private and why? When we acknowledge and challenge all these fears, we grow, we learn, and we create new possibilities in our life that were just never possible before. There's a, a version of me that can walk into a room of 100 people I don't know and be authentically myself and create clients effortlessly. I have a couple different products that I sell that I have direct sales through. And um, I was just going to CrossFit the other day and there was a woman limping who just had surgery. And I ran up to her and said, oh my gosh, I have stem cell patches in my purse. I want to gift them to you. I just want to give them to you. Told her how to wear them. I said, just trust me, try this. If it works, awesome. I can tell you how to buy them. If it, if it doesn't work, no, doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. She was so excited and so grateful. I was just excited because I had them in my purse. I didn't think about the possibility that she might like them, buy them and tell friends about them and buy them. And this stream of income is not very big. It's one to $2,000 a month. Um, but I build it just like that. I don't build it like hardly at all. I don't put any effort into it. It's just a, a product that I use that's really important to me. <laughs> and I share the, that with other people. Now, old Laura would have seen that woman limping and I would have mentally masturbated myself to death thinking about myself, thinking I was going to be salesy or weird. And I was at a new gym and I don't want people to think that I'm trying to sell them stuff and me, me, me and Laura, Laura, Laura and fear of rejection and fear of blah. And 
she wouldn't have gotten those stem cell patches. We do this with our coaching all the time. Visibility as a virtue is a way to work with the universe and God to end suffering. Let me say that one more time. If you can embrace visibility as a virtue, then you can collaborate with the universe or God to end suffering. So that's worth it. It's worth overcoming your fears so you can actually be the instrument and the healer and the coach that you were meant to be. No way around it, except for through it, and you can do it. You really can. It'll free you up in ways that you can't imagine. It'll free you up to be you in places you've never been able to be before. And I don't care how old you are. I've seen people in their 60s and 70s experience this for the first time. Freedom for the first time. Also seen 18-year-olds and 22-year-olds experience this for the first time. I didn't experience it till my mid-30s. Even just this pursuit of entrepreneurship, if we can claim visibility as a virtue, it will affect you in ways that you cannot imagine and create opportunities that you could never imagine. Mm. Visibility pushes us beyond our comfort zones and it encourages personal and professional development. It's a must, guys. Let's say... Shelby and I are the the best personal trainers in the world, and all of our mentees hire us because they want to compete in a strongman competition or something. Then visibility is probably mm, 80% of the first six months of training to make that goal. Reps of visibility that increase in authenticity, in reach, in boldness, similar to how reps would increase with weight and speed over time because you get stronger. Reps of visibility, coming out posts on Facebook, other posts that you do, speaking at events, hosting your own events, sending emails, talking to people in person. These all stretch different little muscles and they get stronger. Here's another one, um, authentic influence. In, the, in a world of influencers and influencers gone wild, I know that the word influence can have a lots of meaning. Let's just take that off. Let's take that off of the table. Let's think of, of influence. Mm, let me look it up. Let me look up that definition. Definition of influence. Don't you love looking words up to find out what they really mean? Okay. The dictionary says the definition of influence is the capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone or something or the effect itself. It's the capacity. Influence is a capacity to have an effect on the behavior of other people, on the development of other people of the character of other people, or something. Does a successful nurse coach need to be influential? 
does a successful nurse coach have to influence the behavior of their clients? Yes, we do. So in a sense, we all have to become influencers. We have to embrace the ability to influence. Visibility provides a platform for you to be influential in their, in our, in all of the domains that we spend time in. We will become more influential in our family, in all relational, in all relationships. We become, become more influential when we go to the grocery store. We become more influential to our clients, more influential to our community. I have this picture of, I'm sitting here in the middle of Maryville, Tennessee. I have this picture of, I don't know how many people live here. Let's say 30,000 people. If we were all connected on a grid, so I'm sitting here in my office and I'm connected to all these different people that by embracing visibility as a virtue, I light that grid up. And the more I embrace it, the further my reach goes. And if that influence is really, really positive and really, really, really pure, and that's a really big gift that I get to give. Now, if I don't embrace visibility as a virtue, then I don't get to do that. I don't get to influence. I don't get to affect. By sharing your knowledge, insights, and experiences, you can inspire and guide others. This is like people who don't even hire you. Think of like, for those of you who do participate in social media, (laughs) think of reels or posts or things that you've seen that have hit you and influenced you and taught you something or made you feel something. This is the the way of our world now. Think of all the books that you've read. Every author of every book that you've ever read had to decide to make visibility a virtue. Every author. I've been told that, that publishing your own book is the most insanely vulnerable difficult, painful, full of fear experience that you could ever experience. Especially like, uh, like I think of different authors that I look up to where their whole life work culminated in this, this book and you put it all on paper and then you go through a publisher and editor, and then you put it out to the world. And the thoughts of like, what if the world thinks my life's work is shit, <laughs> right? Like they had to overcome that and trust. And we get to do this on a micro level when we begin. Visibility allows you to become an agent of change. You get to lead by example and you get to influence people positively. You've noticed I haven't talked about money at all or getting clients. That happens, by the way. If you make visibility as a virtue, you will make a lot of money. If you embody visibility as a virtue of who you are, that you think it's important, that you think it's your purpose, your role, your ethical responsibility, you will make a lot of money. But it's downstream. We're going to stay upstream. Embracing visibility as a virtue is not about seeking attention for its own sake or about your ego or to make you feel important or to increase your status. It's just not. 
Now, will a part of you, a secret little part of you be excited if you did a, if you did a post and it went viral? Super fun. Nothing wrong with that. That little part of you. There's some part of you that 16-year-old Laura, 15-year-old Laura, if something goes viral or, or everybody comments on it and I get a lot of att- positive attention, does she light up with dopamine? She's like, oh, that was really cool. Absolutely. That doesn't go away. Totally cool. Totally fine. But there's a bigger part of me that didn't write it for her, that part of me. There's a bigger part of me that wrote it for somebody listening or just to express myself. So that wasn't the intention. The unintended consequence is that little part of us, that little status ego part of us does get an add a girl and that's okay. Just know. And I used to think, gosh, I used to have this fear. I remember telling one of my coaches, you know, I, I see myself, I had a, this vision where I was on stage. I w- it was this divine experience I had with this group of beings that happened when I was take, like about to fall asleep one day, but I was wide awake. And I had this beautiful conversation and I had tears just streaming down my face because of the amount of love that I felt from these, this, this group of people or, or beings that I was speaking to. I think they were angels, maybe, you know, I don't know. Back then I thought they were spirit guides. Um, and they showed me on a stage and I remember being petrified and saying to them, and what if, uh, what if I fail or am I going to fail? And they said, of course you will, honey, if you want to. And I, I still don't think I'm at the point in my life where that, whatever that was is relevant. Like I'm still being prepared for that moment. And I remember telling my spiritual coach this, that I had about this thing. And she said, I said, I just feel like I'm, I'm being self-centered. Like, why do I think I need to be on stage? Right? Like, what is it about me that wants to be seen and have relevance and, I don't want to be that, you know, I, I, I'm not that kind of person. Cause I, I thought that was bad. And she said, well, good thing that, you know, Jesus didn't have those same thoughts. I think he embraced visibility as a virtue. Good thing. Oprah Winfrey embraces visibility as a virtue. Good thing. Dr. Wayne Dyer embraced visibility as a virtue. You fill in the blank. Anyone who's ever positively influenced you has done this. We get to follow. We get to as well. We should. We're being called to. So embracing visibility as a virtue is not about seeking attention for its own sake, but rather about recognizing the inherent value in sharing our authentic self with the world. It involves finding the balance between self-expression and active engagement with others. It's a personal journey, right? Like visibility is a personal journey. Everybody has a different starting point, different sets of fears, different sets of past experiences that are reinforcing those fears. It's no small feat. I don't say this as It's just something you should get over and do if you want to have a successful business. And I think that's just such shit marketing advice. Like it's so much deeper than that. I think that if you can find a way to think about visibility as this virtue, as this part of you, as this part of you that's meant to serve, as part of your responsibility as a human being in in the service helping profession, 
then just stepping into that can be a hero's journey that we can be really proud of that is expands over time. How you feel doing your first coming out post on Facebook, like you want to die, like don't want to hit send, like so afraid, like that feeling that you have, that you resist, that you don't want, it will go away. And then you can hit post on anything about any thought you have about any topic, controversial or not, and you don't care. And then your world changes because your world reacts differently to you and people react differently to you and opportunities come that you've never had before. And when you look in the mirror, you see someone different. That is my deepest wish for our community. And it's my deepest wish for our community. I'm going to get teary-eyed here. Mm. Mm. To get to experience the freedom of being able to express who God made you to be with zero fear as much as possible for the rest of your life. That's my deepest wish. And I speak it onto our community right now from a metaphysical place. Um, because it's such a great part of this journey. It's a, such a great part of the work we get to do. And it's just this like scrumptious. Ah, you know, we get into our we get into our private practice because we want time freedom and money freedom and all the things. And then we get all these other things that are actually so much freaking better than the things we really thought were important. The money's great, time freedom's great, work making our own schedule's great, helping human beings shift is great. And also being able to walk into a room of people I don't know without wanting to shit myself, that's wonderful as well, because that wasn't the case for me. It's just not the case for me for most of my my life and part of my adult life. Um, And when we free ourselves, when we truly free ourselves from our fear of visibility, it makes us available to serve in bigger ways than we could never, ever imagine. Welcome to Laura Menard's speech today. Um, All right, guys, I'm going to wrap this up. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I'd love to hear what resonated for you. Uh, This is something you can throw on over and over again. When you're about to do something really scary, you can use this as a little like pump up, a little like hype file to get you ready to step out and to to flex and to flex this this visibility as a virtue um, in your life. We have, let's see what we have coming up. Uh, All right here. Let's see. August 4th, we have our new grad workshop. Uh, We're super excited to bring that to you. It is at 11 o'clock and it is 90 minutes long. Let me double check that. Yep, it is 11 o'clock on August 4th. Come to our new grad workshop. This is great if you are in certification, even just thinking about certification. If you're ever thinking about having a private practice, but you're not there yet, come because we're going to cover a lot of stuff. I, I, it would have been wonderful to even go to this before I went to CERT, even when I had no idea what coaching was, just to get an idea of what it could look like, what it will probably look like um, to lay the foundation. This is not um, necessary for you to come if you're already one of our clients. There's um, nothing we're going to talk about here that you probably are, haven't already heard, but this is an opportunity for you to get some face-to-face time with Shelby and I. And so we can ask you questions about your vision 
And when people leave the new, the new grad workshop, they have an extra pep in their step. You know, there's possibility that they didn't have before. And, and so we love being purveyors of possibility for yourself and how you choose to be a nurse moving forward. All right, guys, have a wonderful, wonderful Monday. See you next week. Thank you.